Welcome to the CFC Jacks Midweek Podcast, where we discuss topics related to becoming a fully devoted, spirit-empowered Christ follower. We hope that wherever you are today, you'll be truths discussed in this podcast. Well, thank you for joining us for worship this morning and for being here with us during Q&A. So as usual, this is your opportunity to send in questions or if you're Ooh, stumbling over words here. If this is your first time joining us this morning, this is your opportunity to text in questions this morning. So you will see there's a number up on the screen. You can text them in, and Tony gets to answer them this morning. (laughs) Looking forward to it. Yeah, thanks so much for teaching this morning. Um, Idols, you know, you talked about it's often thought of as something in the past, as an Old Testament thing that people dealt with then. It really is on a daily basis for all of us now. So, so interesting. Yes. Um, you know, so many times we're, we're very aware of sins that are seen by others. Mm-hmm. And if we don't address the heart issue behind it, as it's been described sort of as whack-a-mole, you know, like yeah. if I want ease of life, I may recognize I can't be harsh with my wife. So I stop being harsh with my wife. But then it, that ease of life, I'm going to get frustrated other other places. So it's just going to start showing itself in other places. So we really do need to get to what is what do I want more than pleasing mm. God? Or what, what do I want, even good things, that I want to give him the praise and the glory for and be content if he withholds it for a period of time or mm-hmm. not. So. Yeah. Well, so first question here, we're actually going to start kind of at the beginning. It's a um, starting with how does one become a disciple? And then second part to their question, or some people attempting to do without first becoming a disciple. Uh, sure, that's um, Doug, Doug's done a great job of that. We're all born spiritually dead. We are all born separated from God, dead in our sins. And so to be a follower of Jesus, we have to be indwelled by the Spirit. We have to recognize our need to place faith in Him as our Savior and our Lord. Um, I think sometimes people can be deceived. You know, they've grown up. A lot of times they've heard it, Mm -hmm. but there hasn't been that surrender. And it could be because, you know, there are idolatrous desires. I don't want to surrender. I have to place full control or trust uh, in my circumstances to, to the Lord. But because there's benefit or blessing in living or being around other believers, they can mm-hmm. be deceived, and so they're trying to grow, but they don't have the the. I mean, as we said, we're we're trying to grow uh, fully devoted, meaning I want to live committed to this book, mm-hmm. spirit empowered. And we've said many times, you can't do what's in what God calls you to do right. without the Holy Spirit. Right. And so that's that sense of frustration. Why? 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 Or within you. So it all starts right. With that acknowledgement of sin, so if, for a if savior. right, if you're so if you're watching, and I would just ask, have can you recall a time where you recognize I've turned to the Lord and said, "I am a sinner. I cannot do this without you, and I want to, as it says in you for that salvation mm-hmm. rest as my Lord and Savior." Maybe today is the day to do that. I encourage Absolutely. you to do that and let us know. <laughs> yeah, we would love to yeah. know and come alongside you and yes. uh, in prayer and and on this discipleship yeah. journey. I love the kind of the chart that you just um, trip, right. um, the desire, demand, right. need, and through that. Yeah. And so um, 
I think we could all walk through that, like in a, almost put a scenario on top of that. Oh, say, yeah. oh I did oh, that. Yeah. I went through those steps. So a question here regarding that. Uh, when you are at the point of disappointment, punishment, when you don't get what you want, how do you pull out of that? That anger or frustration is so hard to get past. Well, again, that's going to be a work of the spirit. Uh, I wish I could say, yeah, I've identified that. I mean, I, I had it this weekend. And you think it's going to go a certain way. It doesn't happen. And you, all of a sudden you sense someone didn't do what they were supposed to. And now it's cost you some time. It's cost you some effort. And you just have to say, wait a minute, <laughs> Lord, you're, you're in control of the agenda. And if then you have to turn to your wife, your kids, your grandkids, whatever, and say, I mean, I, you know, that, and you may not use an idol. It's like, I'm sorry, I just wasn't getting my way. You didn't do anything wrong. Please forgive me. I mean, it's just humility will go a long way. <laughs> Absolutely. Say, yeah, I'm wrong. It's when we sometimes say, well, that probably, probably could have done it. Pride, we don't want to acknowledge. Yeah, that was, that was just a sinful heart. That was just a, a desire that waged war in my heart that caused mm -hmm. us to have conflict. Again, starting with the sin issue. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, on the back of the message memo, oh, thank you. For um, that up. I have a kind of a checklist here to go through. Would you mind walking it through and explaining? So, if you're joining us online, you don't have the physical message memo that has the notes on it. You can find it on our website in the app, as well as in church online. We encourage you to pull it up. And on the back, or usually we have application questions. This week, we uh, it's changed a little bit for everyone to take some time to go through this week. Yes, uh, I recognize it being Labor Day. Maybe some family groups aren't meeting; they're taking breaks. You can do it in your family group, but just as part of your maybe personal devotion this week, I found that a lot of people like they'll hear a message and they sort of understand the concept, but they still have a hard time saying, "Okay," because sometimes you'll ask someone, "Well, why did you why did you speak harshly to your spouse? Why did mm. you speak hard?" You know, well, I don't know. And so you start saying, well, what did you want to accomplish when you said that? You said this because I wanted them just to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, there's peace. I want peace. So what you have there, the what I have uh, – and I, this wasn't um, unique to me. Uh, Matt Russell and I actually pulled this together about 10 years ago. We found it from someone. But it's just a way – think through – are these ways where I've seen sin crop mm -hmm. up in my life when I wasn't getting something? So like mm. a desire for a Christian marriage and home and idol. Sure. When we despair because my spouse isn't growing as much as I want or, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted our children to have a, a, a godly husband and I'm fearful that they may never have it because they'll go off and he'll never come to know the Lord or comfort ease of life. Mm -hmm. I just... I work hard, and it doesn't seem like I ever have any breathing room, you know, and so— uh, yeah, I'm just working for the next vacation. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, physical appearance, you know. I spend an inordinate amount of time exercising or trying to achieve a, mm. a better body type or whatever. So there's a whole—not exhaustive, but, you know, it's maybe a good exercise for you or uh, would do with your spouse or maybe someone that you are in a discipleship relationship with. They may be able to say— you know, I think maybe I've seen that when this is going on, this is your response. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that you have an idolatrous desire for? Well, and even uh, like the prayer that you had us think through at the end of the service, 
asking the Lord to reveal to us specifically how we're reacting that's causing us to then sin, to kind yeah. of get at the heart of that. Um, that's really helpful. And I think a list like this is super helpful too, because sometimes we can't always put what it is we're experiencing, but when you can put words to, oh, I'm dealing because all I want is I want to be praised by others. Like, right. oh, that's what it gets to. Um, and this also reminded me in counseling. So when you take the counselor and discipleship training, one of the things they walk through that is so applicable to daily life put on. Yes. Would yeah. you walk us through that quickly and how that relates to this? Uh, sure. So I'm going to back up and then I'll go to that. Sure. So do. that prayer that's at the bottom of the message mm-hmm. memo, uh, a good, we have a free resource. It's on the website under the Counseling uh, Hope Center resources, but it's also in pamphlet form at the resource table called Dangerous Exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it talks about having emotion logs, where it's like, next time you have a negative emotion, that fear, worry, anger, whatever, just write down... What was factually what was happening? What was I thinking? What was I wanting? And then it's like, okay, I was wanting something. I was looking at something and looking to the Lord for mm-hmm. it. So it's in that sense when you know you have that, when you have a sinful response, just sort of do this for, okay, what was happening? What was I thinking? What was I wanting? I, was, I wanted this and I thought I deserved it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So put off, put on is just, uh, it's a, a sh- Right from Ephesians 4, 22, 23, and 24, what we really try to do in the biblical counseling ministry is just give tools that help people apply the Scripture. Mm-hmm. We don't need to go outside the Scripture. But Paul says, now that we're believers, don't live like the Gentiles do. Put off their way of thinking and acting. He says, be renewed in your mind as you're studying the Scriptures and the Spirit is teaching you. You then start to think like Jesus. And then you're going to want to desire, verse 24, the things that Jesus would say, do. And so what you do is you just start saying, okay, I've been doing that. This is, I'm living like an unbeliever in this way, in the way I speak, way, um, in the way I treat people. I need to put that off. Why? Not just behavior modification. Hmm. Oh, my life will be easier. My wife won't be mad at me. It's like, no. As a husband, I need to change because I'm supposed to represent Jesus to my wife, and to a lost and dying world. Okay, in thinking, now I'm encouraged to actually act like him, to live with her in an understanding way, to love her sacrificially, to lead her spiritually, rather than just, well, I'm going to stop doing this because it makes my life hard. Mm-hmm. So it, the put off, put on really gets helps you address that idolatry. You flee the idolatry thinking like Jesus would think. In Scripture, uh, most of the time, God is is uh, gracious enough to tell us the reason behind it. Mm-hmm. Like, don't lie. Put off falsehood because we're members of one another. Right. Settle your problems quickly because it'll give Satan an opportunity. Grace because uh, it is, uh, it's edifying and it won't grieve the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Put off harshness. Put on kindness, forgiveness because you've been forgiven. So it's that whole change of thinking in our heart will change the way we act and think. Mm-hmm. It's pulling back those yeah. layers. I mean, we've all experienced, I've experienced where you get so entangled in that desire for, yeah. so like when we did that prayer at the end, the Lord made very clear to me that um, that I was going to complaining as a source of control, complaining about a situation because I wanted to control the situation. Yeah. I wanted it yeah. to. So really peeling back those heart layers yeah 
of what I was Can I dealing ask you a question? with. Sure. <laughs> you don't have to get specific, but if you can control the situation, what would it have gotten you? See, that's that next step. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to control. Think about that. And if I control that situation, what's control? Is it mm-hmm. uh, I have an easier life or uh, I'm thought of better or you don't have to, you don't have to tell No, but I'm camera. thinking through that. Yeah, I'm thinking, see, it helps like to pull yeah. back those layers and think through like, oh, I wanted ease of life in that situation right. because my thinking is I've done it differently. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and sometimes we want ease of life and God's saying, no, trust me in this because I may use, we think ease of life because otherwise it'll be a trial, but God says, I'm sure. going to use the trial so you'll grow into dependence on me, right. become more like Jesus. And I mean, he is good. He gives us peace, period. Sometimes, well, I want it to be on an island rather than just <laughs> with my coffee on the back porch, yes. you know? So, right. Yeah. yeah. So it's always good to, what would that get me? Mm-hmm. And that's it. So that that's another reason we put that on the back because sometimes people say, oh, yeah, I wanted control, but control gets you something else or you think mm-hmm. it does. Right. So, that, yeah. that ultimate desire right. of what you're wanting. Right. Yeah, and, and the Lord is so gracious uh, through the Holy Spirit to prompt us. I think when we're willing to sit and we're willing to ask humbly before Him, what I, what is this? Like, what is my honest heart desire? But to yeah. identify that and then replace that with truth and respond to that, it's a game changer. Yeah. It's amazing yeah. how just the Lord's graciousness and how He speaks us yeah. through His Word. And if there's going to be the reality, like Doug says, the more you grow in Christ— you will be confessing and repenting more. Yes. Because you get reminded, oh, there I go again, you know. But as uh, my wife likes to tell me, when that happens, glance at the sin, gaze at the cross. Mm. You know, it's like, okay, yes, Lord, I, I sinned against you again. But First John 1, 9, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us of all the cross. That's a glance great reminder. Because it's so easy. Yeah. To really fix our eyes on the past or right. on the wrong or on the sin that it really yeah. holds us from being able to look forward. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing. Well, um, anything else that you didn't have time to fit in? I wish you would have. It's kind of a tough question, but sometimes there's that one thing. I would just encourage you um, if if you're well, I would encourage you to just continue to do some reading and studying. We have some mm-hmm. great resources on this that. Um, uh, on in our resource center and online, like Dangerous Exchange is very good. There is a, a teen idolatry pamphlet there as well. But some great books like Gospel Treason by Brad Bigney is a good one that helps you get a good grasp on it. Um, I just encourage you to read. And as you read scriptures, when you start seeing the passages talking about lust, desires, passions, that's what we're you know, as you're reading, growing and reading the scriptures, you know, just pause over those passages and um, ask the Lord to search your heart. Mm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much Thanks. for teaching this morning. Yep. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your questions. Thanks for joining us this morning, and we hope you guys have a great weekend. God bless. Thanks for listening to this episode of the CFC Jacks podcast. Be sure to watch as we release new teachings weekly, along with additional content during the week. If you'd like more information about our church, please visit us at www.cfcjacks.com. Thanks for listening.